Stay Doomed is part of the IWEP Podcast Network. Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the television graveyard. We are your TV necromancers, Laura Prince and Noah Houlihan. We have come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This will be a podcast in which we analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath of shows that ran only one season or only one episode. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan. Go away, spiders. Go, go, go. We do not like you. No, no, no. So that very interesting quote is how we are opening our first episode on Terra Nova. Terra Nova! The Fox series from 2011. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. We've been on hiatus for a month, and this is how we reopen the gates to the television graveyard. Yep. This Fox, infamous Fox one-season wonder here. Yep. Terra Nova. Uh, So let's, uh, let's start by pouring one out. Okay, what you got? I have what I'm calling Hunter's Parasite. Okay. This is a passion fruit seltzer that I then put uh, grenadine in for color. Okay. And then we had some 100 proof watermelon. Oh boy. It's going to be one of those episodes. I put that in there. And then I also stuck in a gummy worm to represent the parasite because Hunter, poor, poor Hunter, gets a parasite from drinking... Uh, some unfermented juice of some sort. Here's what's crazy about this. I'm going to take another sip. I can't believe there's no juice in this. This is such a juicy drink. Yeah. And yet there are there's no juice in this at all. I'm handing it over to Lara. Okay. Watch out for the parasite. It- it tastes like we'd had a run where we were putting watermelon juice in almost everything. Yes. And it tastes a lot like that. Yeah, it's very juicy. It's very good. Unfortunately, at some point I will eat a parasite. <laughs> what do you got there, Laura? Uh, I have the Waterfall Moonshine. Okay. It is uh, also passion fruit seltzer because mm-hmm. we have in our house. Um, and I decided to emulate the fruit of the uh, Terra Nova... By putting a jawbreaker in the bottom for color, and I'm currently rolling it around. That's why Noah's laughing, because the, the color is actually getting through the Sh- seltzer. I'm so sorry that you guys can't see this. <laughs> She's making this jawbreaker just do laps around the bottom <laughs> of her glass, and on every lap, it just puts out, like, a smoke of red, like pig pen. Which is what I wanted it to do. I wanted it to color the beverage. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's one of the most fascinating drinks I've ever seen. We have a lot of jawbreakers in the house. Yes. I may as well put airheads in this. Yes, we also have a lot of airheads we got for Christmas. We got a lot of Christmas airheads. But uh, that's what, that's going to bring it at the end to pouring one out so we can jump into this. this yeah, we're is... doing the first six episodes. Yes. So just so that we are clear, we have only watched episodes one through six. So this is going to be a review on 1 through 6. If you want to join us on this journey, you can watch 1 through 6 for free on Amazon Prime. So I think if you're a subscriber of Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, if you have Amazon Prime. So we're going to be doing episodes 1 through 6 according to Amazon Prime's listing. Amazon Prime lists this as 12 episodes. Yeah. Fox lists it as 13 because they consider the first 
pilot movie as two episodes because it was two hours. Yes. But for our sake, we are following what is on Amazon Prime, which is the first six episodes, even though the first episode is two two hours. hours. Yeah, this is a very common thing for Fox to do. Yes, yes, Uh, The pilot film. So first we're going to get into the pilot film. We're going to, this is going to take a bit. So we're going to try to zoom through this. uh, We start with a really terrible, just text on screen. Yeah. Which if you're not Star Wars, I hate this. So we're just trying to learn that like, hey, the world sucks. Yeah. We see like a man journeying through a large building with a respirator on. Yes. And he finally gets into like a cell. And a younger man's like, what did you find? And he pulls out an orange. No way. Where'd you get it? Get what? That's quite an orange. No. From where? I can't even remember the last time I saw one of those. And then you see, like, his wife and two young women. Or his wife, a little girl, and then another young woman. Yes. We don't really know who they are yet. Yeah, we really don't establish anything about who these people are. But this scene establishes enough about the world that you didn't need the stupid text to open this. The scene shows instead of telling. Yeah. This could have just said Chicago 2149. Yes, that's all it needs. And the the man that we see at the beginning warns the the family that they're coming and it's urgent. So they put the child in the ductwork of the apartment. And then like the younger man barricades the door with a bike and it's population control. Yes. Apparently, you're only allowed to have two children. Yeah, so they make everybody step outside, and they turn the place upside down violently. Mm -hmm. And they throw the bike at the air vent where the little girl is hiding, and the little girl begins to cry. Yes. And then, in an effort to escape, the main guy punches a cop to try to run. Yes. So he goes to jail. And so he goes to jail. So a lot happens in this, like, first couple minutes. We don't get a name. No. Uh, we then the- find out his name is Jim in the next scene where we get a two years later. Yes. Where the woman who is his wife is visiting him in prison. Yes. And she has been recruited to join a colonization project for Terra Nova. Yes. But only she... And their two legal children are able to go. Yeah. The young man and the young woman from the first scene. Mm-hmm. Their, her, their two legal children are older. Yes. Like teens. Yeah. And she has smuggled him something to escape prison. Because she's bribed the guard. This is not like a above board visit. Yeah. She has bribed the guard for five minutes with her husband. So, like, I really want to stress what's going on here. She's going to Terra Nova with her two kids. And... and she wants her other daughter and her husband to go. Yeah. Now, first and foremost, if a family is four, like they've been saying, a mom and three kids is four. Yeah. So that this is already a stupid plot hole. Uh, two, the, the plan is I'm going to take, the, the, the wife is going to take the two children who are allowed to go, and she's hoping that the husband will break out of prison, yeah. find the youngest daughter, and bring her along with him into Terra Nova. So he has to. And getting into Terra Nova is unbelievably difficult. She's very lucky that she got nominated because she's a brilliant doctor. Yeah, because you you can either get there by lottery. Yes. Which nothing about this world makes me think this lottery is random. Is fair, yeah. Um, or being recruited. Yes. And she has been recruited. She has been recruited. You get the impression that she has resources. 
Yes. Uh, for being a fairly wealthy doctor. Mm-hmm. Because she's able to bribe God and everyone at this yes. point. And we find out that... the we, So she's going to try to get her husband to, as the younger man put, as the son puts it, break out of one maximum security facility and into another. Into another. Because... And- and we don't know what's going on with the little girl at this point. We don't know where she's been. Yeah, we have no idea if, like, the police took her. Because I originally thought that was the maximum security. I thought this was going to be a heist. of like <laughs> A child heist? Of him, like, kidnapping back his child. Yeah. I could totally have seen that. And and I still can't get over, like, if overpopulation's a problem, just send mm. the little kid with them. Yeah! Like. So, here's the. Oh, the whole thing is that they didn't want the little girl to go because they didn't want. To reward the doctor for breaking the law. Right. So here's the plan. She hands him a rebreather because the air is not filtered well in the prison because they're prisoners and who cares? Yeah. And in the rebreather, she is hidden a laser. Yeah. That is the extent of the plan. Yeah. Is Jim has a laser... And is going to get to Terra Nova from a prison? Yes. I was like, okay, this is weird. So then we see the two older children, who we now know are named Josh and Maddie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh and Maddie and the mother are on the train to go to Terra Nova. Yeah. And then we see Jim on ostensibly a different train. Yeah. Or the same train in another car. And then he digs the tracking chip out of his chest, because ostensibly there's yes. a tracking chip because of prison. And then he, like, he finds a hidden cachet of, like, a backpack and some money. Yes, that, that apparently his wife has hidden for, for him to find. But I cannot stress this enough. It's not hidden well. It's just, like, in an alley. Not even that. We do not see him break out of prison. No. He is given a laser, and then the next time we see him, he is out of prison. Which means she could have done this a year ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. And then... It's like, uh, that would have been exciting. We see Josh bidding goodbye to his girlfriend, Tara. And they tell each other they love one another and that he's going to find a way to get her to Terra Nova with him. Mm -hmm. And I'm bringing this up because we, at this point, uh, do need to establish that she exists. Yes. Because she does get mentioned. Yes. She's a check off. She's going to be important later. So, Jim... Sneaks on to the train and he has a package in a corridor that he like exchanges money with a, like a security guard. Yeah. For a backpack. Yes. That ostensibly has the little daughter. Zoe in it. Yes. The daughter Zoe. And then, and then he immediately switches backpacks with his wife. Well, I just want to talk about out of the fact that he picks up this backpack and then just meets up with his family. And they're like, he's like, I'm here, guys. He has faced... No obstacles. Yeah. <laughs> From prison to the line to get into Terra Nova, zero obstacles. And clearly, like, there is security because Kara is behind, like, mm-hmm. a big fence with security guards. Yeah. And she's clearly in the people, like, wishing, you know, like, the well-wishers, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not until this point that, like, someone looks at uh, Jim funny. Mm-hmm. And Jim, I'm not sure if we've really established this. Jim is a cop. Yeah. And we we barely establish it because it has been barely established. It has been barely established. But we will learn that since he's a cop, he has cop super awareness. Like that's his superpower. He notices that the guards are now looking at him. 
So he switches backpacks with his wife. Basically, the idea being if he gets pulled out of line, his wife can still take his daughter across. Uh, And he's right. They pull him out of line. And he's talking to a guard as he watches his family, like, start to walk towards this portal. Yeah. That will send them to Terra Nova. And... The son immediately is like, We have to keep going. If we go in there, we can't come back. We will be right behind you. And starts making a scene. They also start yelling. Yeah, like the whole family, the whole time is going like, Is dad going to make it? Dad, 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 our illegal father. They're so loud. And like, there are guards in the shot. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like. And And these are teenagers. These are kids who are old enough. Like, I could kind of get it if they were little Zoe. Being like, right. is daddy coming? Exactly. But the, the the events are, the son turns around and says, we can't go without dad. And the mom's like, we'll be fine. You just have to go through it. And then he's like, but we can never come back once we go through the portal. Because that's yeah. important. Yeah, it's a one-way street. And it's like, everything will be fine. Just go through. Jumps through. And then the daughter turns around and has the exact same conversation. Yeah. <laughs> And then she goes through, and then my somebody yells, someone stop him, and no one stops him. Yet once Jim sees his entire family has gone through, he just runs? Yeah, including <laughs> um, including the wife and the little girl, because she had the pack with the little girl in it. Yeah. So the little girl's in Terra Nova now. Yeah, so once he knows they can't stop his family. Yeah. Because of his actions. He just, was like, pushes everyone out of the way and jumps through the portal. He yeets himself through the portal. <laughs> no one stops him. No one really tries. Um, he was in prison yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And then they get through the portal, and I think there's going to be, like, a period of time where they're trying to hide that they smuggled in a child. No. No, they immediately are like, ah, so you smuggled in a little... Because they go to stab her backpack. Yes. Which they, and I was like, she's a doctor. She probably, I would think they would send her through with medical supplies. Yes. Like, I would think they would also give people like her mm-hmm. a bag of like, here is your backpack and also take this bag through yeah. full of medical supplies, doctor. So, yeah, when they jump through this portal, they basically end up in the jungle. Yeah. Where, and there's like... Four or five. Like, wh- What would I call these people? Uh, starship troopers? Yeah. <laughs> that are just there. And they all point their guns because Jim jumped through with a, a, a revolver. Yeah. And they're like, oh, get them, gun! And then they open the bag and they're like, no, wait, they have a kid. And then everything's just kind of fine. <laughs> yeah, well, then we get the title, Terra Nova. Yes. And everybody gets marched to Terra Nova proper, uh, like the actual colony, because mm-hmm. they, they land outside of the colony. Yes. And we see a dinosaur. We see an Allosaurus. Mm-hmm. And then they get to Town Square and we meet Commander Nathaniel Taylor. Yes. Who has been living in Terra Nova for seven years. Seven years. He's in charge. And he's charming. And he then takes 
Elizabeth, who we now know as the wife. Yes, we finally learn her name. <laughs> and he kind of like does not really care. Yeah, his reaction is like, I, I, I care not for the laws of the other time. Yeah. Yeah. So what that you have another kid? That's all fine. Almost reacting in a way of like, oh, you're one of those people that jumped through the portal. Yeah. Because apparently it's really easy. (laughs) And she begs him for a fresh start. She's like, all we want is a fresh start. Yeah. And his very stern, cruel reaction is, okay. (laughs) Yeah, fine. (laughs) And Lieutenant Washington, his like second in command, Mm -hmm. shows Elizabeth to their new home. And then Taylor kind of takes Jim aside and is like, look, we have space for you on agricultural detail. So he gets a job. Yeah, he becomes a farmer, basically. Yeah, they, they have something for him to do. Mm-hmm. He kind of talks about how he was a cop, and they were like, well, we have farming duties for you. Yeah, we'll, we'll make you a farmer. So they get to their little, like, house, and they have, like, this lovely, light-filled home that's so different from... That's clearly an intended yes. contrast from where they were living prior. Yeah, I have a note here that one of the people that was recruited to Terra Nova was an interior designer. Because this is a swanky house. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) It is swank. And they kind of have that moment where they realize there's only three bedrooms. Yes. Because parents and two children. Yes. So there's intended to be a bedroom for Elizabeth, a bedroom for Josh, and a bedroom for Maddie. Yes, those are the names of the children. Our Maddie is the daughter, and Josh is the son. Yeah, I said that a little while ago. Okay, just Um, want to reestablish. So then... Uh, Maddie, in the most unrealistic teen girl thing I've ever seen in my life, volunteers to share her room with Zoe. Yeah. And then Josh is, like, very grumpy about the previous two years that were difficult. Yeah, out of nowhere, Josh is suddenly like, oh, we're just going to pretend we're a big happy family and act like dad wasn't in prison for two years. It's like, dude... Hours ago, you were like, we can't go through the portal without dad. Who is this guy now? I always kind of feel like he's salty about the uh, girlfriend at this point. Like, the whole point is that he's salty about the girlfriend. hmm Because, like, now he's a realistic, bratty, 17-year-old boy. Right. I get that. But then why is the anger at his dad and not his mom who made him go to Terra Nova? It's a great question. Yeah, like this whole thing is a flawed character moment. And I understand you're trying to create that drama. But like, you had Maddie and Josh have the exact same conversation with the mom in front of the portal about we can't go without dad. Yeah. If you just cut Josh's conversation, we would have gotten all the same information and it wouldn't have contradicted this scene that takes place. Yeah, like... You know, if Maddie had been like, I'm worried about dad, I'm worried about dad, and Josh had been like, whatever, we have to go. Yes. Or he's not the only person we're leaving behind. Even if you made it like he is salty about Kara. Like, dad's not the only person who's, we're leaving behind, Maddie. Like, yeah. Yeah, that would have been much better. So then, like, Zoe runs outside and is, like, exploring the backyard. Yes. And we see our second dinosaur. Yes. And there's like a very cute little character moment for Zoe of it's a herbivore dinosaur. So he's harmless. And he kind of leans his head over the fence to grab the branch Zoe's holding up. Mm -hmm. And he eats it and he kind of like picks her up off the ground when he eats it. 
And then she lets go and laughs. And he's yeah. she's just feeding the dinosaur. Yeah. And Maddie establishes it's an herbivore and, like, of no danger to Zoe. And everyone's just kind of like, it's adorable. Yeah, we also establish here a bit that uh, Maddie's a dork. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's like, yeah, you can tell by the second row of teeth that she has and stuff like that. So that's going to be a little bit of a character bit. And then, so the, the next thing we see is, like, here's where you can get supplies. So Josh goes to, like, their little marketplace area. And yes. he buys a piece of fruit, and he has no idea how to eat it. Yes. And then a very pretty young woman, who we will now learn is Skye, uh, makes fun of Josh for not knowing how to eat it. And he breaks the fr- she breaks the fruit in half and shows him how to eat it. And we get this, like, little mm-hmm. establishing moment of, like, his first friend in mm-hmm. Terranova. And... She has been here for a few pilgrimages. They are the 10th pilgrimage. Uh, the family is in the 10th pilgrimage. Yes. Sky came on, I believe, the 7th. Yes. So we don't know anything about how often the pilgrimages come, how many people are to a pilgrimage. We don't know like those kinds of numbers. At yeah, this point. The, the show is purposely keeping us in the dark about a lot of things. At this point, we do know that Terra Nova is earth in the past yes uh there's going to be a nice little macguffin thing that happens later that hopefully i wrote a note down on when they go see the machine or the the monument Mm -hmm. uh but we do know that it's 85 million years in the past yeah on earth and i think that if i lived on terra nova i would hate every time there was a pilgrimage because the pilgrimage, they all make the same time travel jokes. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it's constantly like, I can't believe we got here yesterday. You mean 85 million years from now? That happens constantly. <laughs> Based on the numbers, um, Taylor says he's been living there for seven years, and mm-hmm. they're the 10th pilgrimage. So I guess we can assume that pilgrimages come every roughly nine months. Yes. Um, enough time for the previous pilgrims to have assimilated and found and like kind of gotten the rhythm of living there. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in new people. Yeah. So Sky brings Josh to where she lives. Sky lives with four other teenagers, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting because like that's clearly a four bedroom place then. Yes. Because she lives with Tasha, Hunter, and then a fourth guy whose name I don't know. Yeah, I never got his name. <laughs> um,. We don't really ever see him again after this episode. I, I think he's mentioned, but I don't really remember seeing him much. And they decide they're going to go OTG and take yeah. Josh with them. Yeah. So Josh is going to skip orientation. Yes. To go to, and I'm like, I want to see orientation. Yeah. Like, I want to see what the world is like here. Because Josh is a douche, we miss out on understanding anything that's going on. Yeah, so he sneaks. OTG is outside the gate. Ooh, on our first day? That's a world record. And they jump into a waterfall. Yes. And uh, they she shows Josh these runes. Yes. That are written in the rocks in the waterfall. It looks like the Bill Cipher symbols from uh, Gravity Falls. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and they're just like, yeah, we don't know what it means. Ooh. So. And then <laughs> Sky goes, hey, listen, if anyone finds out that you're here, uh, we can get in a lot of trouble. So keep the secret, okay? 
And I was like, you should have had that conversation with him well before you went outside the gates. You have no idea if this guy's cool and you waited till now to ask for his allegiance? Yeah, like he could have been a total narc. Yeah. I guess like his his dad's a cop. I guess the whole thing being like, well, we can just leave you outside the gate if you suck. I guess. Um, we just murder you. <laughs> they switched to murder immediately. Uh, we should also mention that uh, they're making alcohol out there. Yes. Hence your drink. Which yes, we have looks not- beautiful now. Yeah, we have like, not quite gotten to that yet. Oh, I thought that happened before the waterfall. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, they're, that's where they're heading. Because mm-hmm. it's just Josh and Sky who jump in the waterfall. They are going to meet the others at this oh, point. Okay, gotcha. And uh, then we have like a discussion of um, between Elizabeth and Jim, where they kind of talk about Josh, and they're at the hospital where Elizabeth works. And they bring in a wounded outsider. Yes. Because now we find out that the sixth pilgrimage mm-hmm. went rogue. Yes. And they are living outside of the colony. Mm-hmm. And they are called the Sixers. Yes. Because they were from the sixth pilgrimage. Yes. They're called the Sixers, just to confuse people who are a fan of Ready Player One or Philadelphia basketball. Yeah. Now, I will say, Ready Player One, the book, I don't think had come out at this point. I believe you're right. <laughs> um... Actually, it came out the same year. Oh, what a weird coincidence. Uh, actually, Ready Player One, the book, came out about a month before Terra Nova. Okay. So this had to be... Par- this was just a parallel. That's, yeah. Because these were going to be in... Both uh, Both ended up being produced by Steven Spielberg, though. Interesting. Yeah. He's a big fan of Sixers, I guess. Uh, but... Uh, so the, the man they bring in jumps off the bed and threatens Elizabeth, and then he and Jim get into an altercation. Yes. Uh, Jim, because Jim was weeding. His job was to cut like branches yeah, off these the, colossal weeds. Yeah, off the gates. He was just cutting them down, and then he gets scared by a millipede. But he cannot stop himself from being a cop. Yeah, the millipede. It needs to be mentioned. Is like the size of a Labrador Retriever. Yeah, like, it's, it's huge. The, it's his entire arm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, not yeah. Let's give credit to Jim. It is a monster millipede. Yeah. Uh, but then he sees this guy, and he has to go cop. And uh, this is when the Sixer attacks them and like runs away. Uh, this leads to a standoff between uh, the leader of the camp, which is Taylor, and the leader of the Sixers, who is Mira. Mira. Yeah. Uh, and it's very. And in the interim, uh, Taylor has lauded Jim for his help and has made him sheriff. Yeah, he's already not By a By this point, already. <laughs> he's um, become a cop again. Like, before the Sixers roll up, Jim has been made sheriff. Yes. Uh, I, I want to just throw this out there as a prediction here. Uh, I think there's something false about this standoff between the Sixers and Taylor. Mm-hmm. I think they're working together. Okay. We haven't found that out yet if that is true. But I immediately am like... Because they have, they have like a silent exchange with their eyes. Yeah. And then they all lower their weapons. So I was like, is this a show? Hmm. Uh, but then Car- um, Taylor says like there has to be a mole in Terra Nova for them to know we had this guy. Yeah. So someone reported that we had this guy. Yes. I think it's going to end up being Taylor. Okay. I, I think that there is a relationship between the Sixers and Terra Nova that is being kept secret. 
and Taylor is working with the Sixers. Like, kind of that, like, false... I can't give an example without spoiling other media. (laughs) But, like, you create this... You know what? Like, The Matrix... Uh, you create an enemy mind situation. Yes, where basically you other a group of people so that there is a common ground to unite against. Yes, and so that they don't unite against you. And also in creating the Sixers, that gives an option for someone to want to leave Terranova to have a place to go. Mm-hmm. Because if there's nowhere else to go but Terranova, Terranova starts to feel like a prison. Yeah. So that's that's my working theory. I don't know anything else beyond uh, episode six, but I'm throwing it out there. So Mira wants Carter, ammo, and medicine. And she offers a trade of meteoric iron, because apparently the Sixers control that resource. Yes. Um, And Taylor is willing to make the trade for meds and Carter, but no ammo. Mm -hmm. And so Mira kind of says, like, you can't blame me for trying. And accepts the trade. Because she wants her man and... The meds more than she wants to play hardball. Right. And then Mira like looks Jim up and down and goes like, welcome to paradise. <laughs> then we go back to out by the waterfall for Josh and his friends. Mm-hmm. And they've snuck out and there's like a little alcohol still. And they find out that they've been distilling moonshine out there. Yeah. Because he coughs at his first sip of it and everyone laughs at him. And they talk about, like, Taylor's son having been on the second pilgrimage and he went missing. And my next note is, oh, he's definitely with the Sixers. Taylor's missing son. Yes. And they kind of have this moment where they realize that there are slashers nearby. Slashers are big, scary dinosaurs. Yes. That eat people. They're like, they mostly hunt at night. Mostly. Mm Mm-hmm. And when they realize it's a slasher, it's just run, just run. And they find that their, like, little transport vehicle has been, like, hijacked by a Sixer. Yes. By the injured Sixer. And then Sky goes, like, it's me. My name, like, like, kind of appeals to the fact that, like, the Sixer used to be in Terranova. Yeah. And knew her at one point. And he lets her in and lets in the other kids. And they get them into the truck just before the slasher gets them. The Sixer is injured. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then they they keep calling Josh fresh. Yeah, because he's fresh meat. And so they kind of coach him on how to tourniquet the Sixers wound. And they block the hole at the top, like the sunroof on top of the cruiser in time. Yes, as this dinosaur, the slasher, keeps attacking. And so then the kids are worried because like the Sixer was ransacking their car for power cells. Yes. So the power cells are screwed up. Yeah, so they, they're in this, like, box that with no power, but it's protecting them from the slasher dinosaur. Yeah. And everyone is very worried because there's... They kind of are like, how are, how's anybody going to know we're out there? Yes. And so now the, the Carter and uh, Mira storyline is entirely dropped in favor of this rescue mission for Josh, Sky, and the other... The other four people. Yes. Uh, Tasha, Hunter, Sixer, and other guy. Yes. And uh, the kids are starting to, like, lose it. Because they're all in this vehicle, alone and scared. Mm. And one of the women 
uh, one of the other girl who's not Sky, Tasha. Tasha uh, is going to make a run for just it. Just decides to make a run for and it. And Sky right. is like, "No, don't do that. That's suicide." Yeah. Well, she does it. And then we see like something. Uh, then we see something scary attack her. Yes. And then we smash cut to a knock at the uh, their family residence. Yes. And Maddie answers, and it's a cute security guard that she had nerded out in front of previously in the episode. Mm-hmm. And she goes like, don't leave. Zoe's scared. Because mm-hmm. she's home alone because Taylor is going out to mount the search mission and has taken Elizabeth and Jim with him. Yes. So he stays with them. Because Zoe, to her credit, is an excellent wing woman. And like, she doesn't look scared until Maddie goes, Zoe's scared. And then you just see her widen her eyes like, scared. I'm so scared. She's a good wing woman. Yeah. That, then, that little Zoe. Yeah. Good sistering. We see that the girl who ran is alive-ish. Yes. Because uh, they do find, the adults find her. Yes, she stumbles, like, in front of Jim and Taylor. Yeah. And uh, I just small thing I want to point out is Taylor says, like, this is a slasher. They have a very violent tail. Get no closer than three meters to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is everyone using the metric system? I thought these were all American. Does the imperial system fall in the future of America? Small thing. Just wanted to bring it up. I, I think it's partially because they filmed in Australia. Ah, uh, entirely possible. And there is an element of, especially at this time, trying to somewhat use metric systems in shows they wanted wide international release for. Ah, uh, that makes sense. It's easier to translate the sta- the metric system. Sky is good in a crisis, and she's still in the thing like kind of barking orders at everybody trying to figure out how to get their cart to keep going and at least get the radio yes and they're all starting to panic and one of the guys snaps at the other like you know if they come for us the last thing they're gonna do is go get your skinny ass hunter yeah well the first thing they do is get hunter skinny ass. yeah the dinosaur's like mmm scrawny ass and the dinosaur doesn't actually say that so they're helping Hunter because they're all pretty much outside the ATV at this point because the slasher has cut a hole in it. So it's no longer protection. Yeah. And then as they're helping Hunter, we see the cavalry put out a light bomb to scare off the slashers. Yes. And Sky like drags Hunter through water and all I can think of is, well, that's infected now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that water's gross. And they reunite with the adults. Yes, and Jim runs over to his son and says, it's okay, it's over now, which is not true. Four people are actively dying. Yeah, the Sixer is badly injured. <laughs> Hunter's hurt. Hunter's hurt, Tasha's hurt, and the other guy there. the other with. guy. Like, they all just get ripped to shreds, but but Josh is okay. And Sky's fine. So it's over. <laughs> and Sky like, apologizes to Taylor, and she's upset she disappointed him, because we established that Sky's parents are dead. Yes. And... She admits that they were drinking, but does not admit they were at the waterfall when asked. She lies about being at the waterfall. Yeah, because for some reason, Taylor doesn't want them to go near the waterfall, probably because of the Bill Cipher writing. Yeah. Which we then get confirmed by the Sixers, because the Sixers explain that it's Taylor's son that's leaving these. Yeah. 
To throw it in his old man's face. To throw it in his old man's face. And then we get one last scene. Yes. In this episode where they're safely back at home and Maddie talks about how close the moon is. Yes. Because the moon gets a few centimeters further from the earth Mm -hmm. every year. And that's why it's so close right now because it's 85 million years in the past. Yes. Liz and Jim hold hands and the family is happy. Yes. Uh, we did miss something that I got to go back and talk about. Okay. Because we, we did miss the, the monument. Uh, Maddie takes Zoe to this monument. And it's this like little device that they sent through the portal first that established that the uh, Terra Nova that they're going through, the Earth that they're going to when they go through the portal, is on a different timeline. This way they know that the things that they are doing won't disrupt the timeline and, like, mess up the future. Yeah. However, when the Sixers talk about the writing that Taylor's son is leaving uh, to throw it in his face, they say, control the past, control the future. Yeah. So it's possible that that's not true, that the monument's a lie, and they are on our dimensions past earth and oh my god my eyes are crossing yeah i i admittedly have ignored all of the timey-wimey crap i know but that's my thing so (laughs) i'm trying to keep a track of it for you but basically it seems to me that the lie they're telling the people of terra nova is you're going to an alternate earth in the past yeah but it's a lie it is the earth that will eventually become their 2149 which is the Blade Runner movie? 2149? That's 2049. It's 2049. Okay, it's, 100 years, it's the 100-year anniversary of the Blade Runner movie. And I think this is a really interesting thing for us to discuss of what kind of science fiction fans we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do like the harder science fiction, the more like elaborate science fiction. Uh, despite the fact that I legitimately took a college class on cyberpunk literature, mm-hmm. I am more of a soft science fiction person. Like, I like Star Wars, I like Star Trek, but when you start getting too much into, like, the actual science, I do kind of get, like, no, it's just space, we're fine. See, yeah, that's the big difference between you and I, I think. I am rules, and you are magic. Yeah. I like it to be like, here are the rules of this world. We're going back through a portal to this time, it's this Earth, but they don't realize it, that's why these mistakes matter. You are more of the, here's a problem, but we live in an infinite universe with magic, so anything could just solve it. Yeah. And that's not an insult to you. Oh, I know. I just, like, I have that very old school Star Trek because the science is there already. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm more like strict sci-fi. You're more high fantasy. Yeah. I actually do not like high fantasy. Um and then I'm sorry. It's more of like a science, but it's, it's more of that like soft science fiction. I'm also so interested in the like slice of life aspect and the logistics of Terra Nova. Yeah, I definitely want to know their economy. I want to know what money is. I yeah. want to know all that stuff. Yeah, like I'm like, I'm pissed we missed orientation. Yeah, like I, I'm, a, <laughs> yeah, I want to go to school. Uh, to be honest, we're now done with the pilot. Yeah. This should be a video game. Okay. This shouldn't be a show. I want to be able to walk around Terra Nova and explore at my own pace. Not what this guy is showing me. Not what Steven Spielberg wants me to see. Yeah. So episode two slash three. The first non- Episode two on Amazon Prime. Uh, Opens with a thunderstorm. Yes. 
And we have this moment of uh, Josh is doing, he's doing orientation and they're doing survival training. You know, yes. something that would have been really helpful to him yeah, before do. he went outside the gate. Yeah. <laughs> but we also see him like having punishment. Him and Sky have to demuck the latrines. Yeah. I have questions. They have super science, but they have latrines. They have latrines. I mean, they might just be using latrine as the word for toilet, and they might have plumbing. Yeah, because we do establish they have hot water, but not as much of it. Yes. Like, the solar cells can only heat up so much water, because they they get upset with Maddie for using all the hot water, because she's a teenage girl. Yeah. Uh, Which is, like, relatable. Oh, that actually reminds me of one quick thing I wanted to bring up, because I thought it was good writing on in the pilot is they complain about how there's no hot water left. And Josh says, blame the sun. Which is great wordplay, mm-hmm. because they're blaming him. Yeah. But really, it's also... But they're blaming the sun. I was like, hey, good writing. And I wanted to make that note. Okay, let's continue. Okay. Because of the thunderstorm, uh, Zoe has a moment of, like, she's scared Jim is waiting in bed for Elizabeth, and they start kissing, and then they hear something scream outside. Yes. And... It is one of them damn cock-blocking birds. <laughs> yeah, he goes out, and he's like, Yay! Get out of here, you bird! And then he comes back, and his daughter is jumping to bed with his wife. Yeah. And we find out that, like, Zoe has kind of become accustomed to sleeping in Elizabeth's room. Which is the first we find out that Zoe has been allowed to live with the family. Yes. Because I, like, I guess it doesn't really make... So, really, and between this and what Josh established in the previous episode, we find out that they could have slash would have gotten off with a fine. (laughs) Had he not punched the cop? Like, he got the six years for punching a cop. Which is kind of absurd when you think about it of like, oh, so then just poor people can't have more than two kids. This is the equivalent of attacking a cop who's giving you a parking ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're in the next morning and we meet Malcolm Wallace, who is the head science officer of Terra Nova. And he is clearly has a history with Elizabeth. They're old friends. And we find out that like he has been instrumental in Elizabeth's recruitment. Like yes. he spoke highly of her and wanted her to come to Terra Nova. And Nate is discussing that he thinks that there is a mole in Terra Nova. Mm-hmm. And then we find out there have been two, there are two dead men in a transport nearby. But it wasn't Sixers. Yeah. Like it's clearly dinosaur related death. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out what it was. Then we have a cute little scene with Josh and Sky at the market. Mm-hmm. And he wants, one of the buskers, or one of the uh, like marketplace people has a guitar. That he wants to sell. Mm-hmm. And it's 60 terras. And Josh is like, 60 terras a lot? And Sky would be like, yeah, if you didn't miss orientation, you'd know yeah, that. Yeah, you'd know these things. And she goes, yeah, kinda. So we establish that like Josh wants to make money because he wants a guitar, because he wants to play Wonderwall for this girl. Mm-hmm. And we have like this very normal family scene of like he has to do his homework, Maddie has a retainer, because Elizabeth is on call. So it's like Jim trying to relearn how to be part of his family. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to cook dinner. He has to give Zoe a bath. And then Maddie drops, uh, Dad, how do you know if a boy likes you? And you see Jim like, no! What? 
Because I guess when he left, Maddie would have been like 14. Mm-hmm. And like just before you would talk to your dad about boys. And Elizabeth comes home and they establish that he forgot to give Zoe a bath. And then Elizabeth comes to bed in a nightgown and they start to make out again. Yes, but then there's a noise. Wait, no, more screaming. It's one of those damn cock-blocking birds again. But now there's three of them. And it wakes up Josh as well. And Josh and Dad go outside. Yeah, get out of here, you damn bird. Well, Josh throws a rock at them and then they attack. Yes. And Josh and Jim make it inside just in time. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we, we find out that these are pteranodons. Yes, the horny police are in fact pteranodons. And... Terra Nova was built on their breeding ground, and they've tried to come back to spawn. Yeah, it turns out Jim is the cock blocker, not the birds, in an insane twist. I don't know why that made me laugh. (laughs) Um, I've been laughing about this since we watched it. (laughs) The plot was about birds that cock blocked him, just to discover he was cock blocking them. So they're trying to figure out how to get rid of the pteranodons. So that everyone's in a stay inside order because they don't want to have anyone else get killed by the pteranodons. Uh, Jim has to go out and be a cop and Elizabeth is in the lab because they're trying to figure out a way to get rid of them. And yeah. Mark Reynolds, the cute cop from the pilot or mm-hmm. the cute soldier from the pilot, uh, we see him kind of like make a deal with another soldier so that he guards the household. Yeah, so he could be with Maddie. Yeah, and we find out their last name is Shannon. Yes. And uh, Jim kind of looks down his nose at Maddie and goes, well, that's how you know a boy likes you. Mm-hmm. And Josh also says, like, Sky, can you stay and help out with my sisters? They're all using Zoe as, like... Yeah. So they have that little, like, okay, this is how we're doing this. Like, we're going to go out and try to deal with it. You guys are going to stay home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they realize that it's all based in pheromones. That's what's bringing the pteranodons back to Terra Nova. Mm-hmm. And so they decide they can synthesize the pheromone and kind of have them start to go somewhere else. Yes. Do They can get jiggy elsewhere. Yeah, they, they can kind of have their little, like, so, breeding party. Yeah, so they take a jeep, and yeah. it sprays sex funk, yeah, and they yes. drive it into the woods. <laughs> Now, while all this is happening, we have a Jurassic Park-style siege of the house where the pteranodons are trying to get in to the Shannon's house. Uh, This reminded you of Jurassic Park. I think it wanted to be Jurassic Park real bad. I thought it wanted to be the birds. Well, I mean, there's the scene where uh, Zoe is hiding under the ottoman because she tries to go get the phone. And the pteranodons, like, just kind of watching her. That's true. That's true. Like, it's clearly meant to evoke. I just, they end up, like, blowing in through the vents, which yeah. was very much the chimney from the birds in my eyes. And uh, Mark gets knocked out. And bless them, they drag Mark's unconscious body into the room with them. But yes. Zoe is hidden. And then Josh runs out and has a big damn hero moment, kicks the pteranodon threatening his sister, mm-hmm. grabs the little girl and the phone. And they run back into Maddie's room to hide. Yes. And during this, Sky and uh, Josh make a bet that Sky will give Josh the uh, 60 Terras for the guitar if they don't die. Yeah. Hey, no 
60 Terrans, we don't make it. What? 60 Terrans! Of course we're gonna make it. That's a lame-ass bet if you win, you can't collect. No, but if you do, at least you can buy that guitar. And suddenly, like, the pheromones kick in and the pteranodons just all leave. Yeah. And Sky gives him the money to buy the guitar and kisses him on the cheek. Mm-hmm. He likes her, but clearly feels guilty because we established that, like, his necklace, which the market guy tried to buy off him. Yes. Is given to him by Kara. Yes. The girl that he left in the future. And then we get... Two little funny scenes at the end of Malcolm, the science officer, who we find out over the course of this episode that Elizabeth used to date and also broke up with. Yes. uh, Tries to name the Pteranodans after himself. Yes. I need to talk about this for a moment. Okay. Okay. So we establish in this episode, this is basically the main thing we establish, right? Yeah. Malcolm is this character who's also a doctor who pretends to be surprised when he sees Elizabeth. Mm Mm-hmm. The truth is... He's the reason Elizabeth got to go to Terra Nova. Yeah. So she, he sponsored the referral to recruit her. Uh, and then when she shows up, it turns out her husband's there and he's bummed out. Mm-hmm. And Jim, because he's a super cop, immediately picks up on this and is like, Hey, you wanted to bang my wife. Too bad she's with me now. Eat it. Yeah, pretty much. He then wants to name the birds after himself. The cock-blocking birds. He's (laughs) naming the creature that is stopping them from being truly intimate again. After himself. That's funny. This is great writing! I thought that was incredible! And then the next thing we see is all of the kids sleeping on couches. Nobody's sleeping in the actual bedrooms. They're all kind of sacked out in the living room in slumber party fashion. And while all of the kids are in the main room of the house, Elizabeth leads Jim to their bedroom to reconnect. Yes. And the episode ends on sexy time. Yeah. Malcolm or the Malcolm birds are unable to come there to do some cock blocking. Uh, I want to touch on one quick thing before we move on. Sure. Something you said. You said big damn hero moments. Yes. I feel like the soundtrack of this show invoked Firefly. It would not surprise me. It sounded like it's that very like kind of future old-fashioned strings kind of feel. Did you get that feel, or is that just me? I could definitely see that. Okay. So then we are on episode three. Three, according to Amazon Prime. And the cold open is a man we have never seen before. And he is trying to catch a bug. Yes. And he's trying to coax it toward him and catch it. And then he opens the gate to whatever facility he's in and he, sees the beauty of Terra Nova. Yeah, he's kind of just playing with the bug. Yeah. And then he ends up outside. And he finds himself face to face with a big old dinosaur and he's like amazed and stunned. Yeah. And then he gets eight. Dude got eight. Cold open. That's the cold open. That's the cold open. <laughs> and this is something else I want to bring up. We then see like the opening to Terra Nova. Mm-hmm. The beginning like... Sequence the like the it's so open. bad. It's so bad, and it looks like the Amazing Race. It's but kind bad. Of dun, 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 and then you see like the globe spin. <laughs> yeah. Similar colors as well. Yeah. So it's very Amazing Race in its feel. So we find out that they were a science compound. Yes. And Elizabeth is going to look for the team, and then 
she is going with Taylor to go look for the team. I'm not really sure why it's her. There were oh, they're worried that something medically happened. The team. Yes. So they're going to go out to look for them because they haven't heard from this team in a while. And we also establish she left her wedding ring at the hospital. Yes. And she asks Jim to go get it. Mm-hmm. And then we get a scene where they establish that Malcolm, as the chief science officer, has his own rover, and Jim is weirdly jealous of it. Yes. And Elizabeth and Taylor turn up, and they find people who are clearly, like, not all with it. Yes. And we see a blonde woman ask if Elizabeth is with the Red Cross. Yeah. We then see, like, a video of a man starting to be scared and confused. Yeah, it's the man who was eaten. Yeah. And he's basically explaining... That that there is a pathogen. There's a pathogen that makes you lose your memory. Yeah. And I'd love to tell you more, but these assholes talk over it. Yeah. (laughs) They're just like... It's happening to me just like with the others. First, short-term memory becomes jumbled, confused... Then one finds oneself somewhere in one's past. I don't recognize him. He's not in the infirmary. The South Post has a staff of four. That's Dr. Jonathan Gorgenti. He's like, just watch the video. You have no idea what's going on. And then uh, Taylor and Elizabeth kind of look at each other like, oh, crap. Because they know they've been exposed to whatever it is. Yes. So that means no one's allowed to leave. This area is officially considered quarantined. And me and Laura look at each other and go, oh. This is not what I want for my entertainment right now. And then we also, we go back to Terra Nova and we establish that uh, the following. Josh has the guitar. Yes. Zoe has a cold. And hey, all the youths from the first episode did survive. Yeah, nobody died in that. <laughs> except for maybe the Sixer. Yeah. Uh, and Maddie's Maddie's soldier friend is coming over. Yeah. Also, except Jim has already, within moments, contracted Zoe's cold. Yes, he immediately has. There's no incubation period. Yes. He picks her up from school and has her cold in under an hour. Yeah, incredibly quickly. He then uh, calls his wife. Yeah. Who, this is very strange to me. They talk, he talks to his wife about what happened. Mm-hmm. And then he sneezes. Yeah. And she's like, are you sick? And he's like, yeah, I got a cold from Zoe. And then mm-hmm. she's like, after the phone call ends, goes, who's Zoe? To show that she has the disease. That she's started to lose her memory. She hasn't lost far enough to forget him yet. Mm-hmm. And I think he mentions Josh or Maddie, yes. who are older and therefore would have been less recent in her, long t- in her short-term memory. Don't you find it weird that she didn't explain what was happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, you had a direct line to Terra Nova. You could have been like, hey, we have this disease. Don't come here. Yeah. Because, like... And then uh, Washington... Uh, Jim talks to Maddie about his first date with Elizabeth being a disaster after Maddie's worried her first date with Zach didn't go well. Yes. And then Washington, Taylor's second-in-command, drops the bomb on Jim about the quarantine. Yeah. That Taylor and uh, Elizabeth are in danger, but they cannot be rescued. And she's like, Jim, you cannot go out. And Jim goes out because he's a cop. <laughs> well, Jim makes a deal with Malcolm about Elizabeth being in danger in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And then he sneezes and Malcolm gives him like a root that'll cure his cold for 12 hours. And it tastes terrible. And then Malcolm also gives Jim a mask, like a rebreather mask. Yeah. And also wears one himself. Um, 
And they both drive off into the night to go save Elizabeth. Meanwhile, Josh and Skye awkwardly bond in a hammock in paradise. Uh, they kiss, but Josh breaks the kiss feeling guilty over Kara. Mm-hmm. And Skye offers to help Kara get to Terra Nova. Like, she's like, I know someone who can help us. Um, so then we get to Malcolm and Jim arrive at the facility. And they show up. Elizabeth shoots at them initially, sees Malcolm, and throws herself at him crying. Yes. Because of this disease that she has, she no longer remembers that she's married to Jim. Just that she's dating Malcolm. Yeah. So she's back in that time frame. And, like, she knows enough that she needs to keep working on finding a cure. Yeah. But that's all she really, like, knows. Uh, So Malcolm then convinces Jim not to remind her so she doesn't get distracted. Mm Mm-hmm. It's all very annoying. (laughs) Yeah. They both have immediately taken off their helmets because they both now immediately expose themselves to the Immediately expose themselves. And... uh, I think they get broken. They take them off so that Elizabeth stops trying to shoot them. Oh, okay, yeah. And she explains what they know of the pathogen, of like, what happens is you lose your memory, and then eventually you get into catatonia, and then you die. Yeah. And then uh, Malcolm has to reintroduce him to Elizabeth. Yes. And Jim is obviously not taking that very well. So then, uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, in town... Sky brings Josh to, like, Boylan's, which is, like, the sketchy bar. Yes. Because there's a sketchy bar in Terra Nova. Yeah, of course. And he's like, I can get people here, but it's difficult and expensive. Mm -hmm. I'll do my best. And once he realizes that Josh is the sheriff's son, Josh is like, I won't tell on you about anything. Just get Kara here. So then uh, Jim finds a video at the outpost of... The, uh, of Elizabeth, like yeah. recording a video to help herself. And they find out that she's been there for over 24 hours and she's really concerned. Yeah. And then the lights go out and then it's also a little Jurassic Parky. Yeah. The lights go out because the power cables that they use have nickel in it. And, and one of the dinosaurs likes nickel. Yeah. It, it's like catnip to them. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I realized that we may have skimmed over... The quality of the CGI. Yeah. Hey! Interrupting coffee pot on the interrupting coffee pot. It's been a while since we had the interrupting coffee pot on the show. Welcome back from hiatus, everybody. But uh, the, the CGI is not great. It is not great. So these cartoon dinosaurs... Chew up the wires. Yes. Jim goes outside to try to fix it. Because Jim also is starting to realize that Malcolm is infected. Because Malcolm is back to... He's not sure. Malcolm has kind of reverted to acting like he's in a relationship with Elizabeth. Like he finds them like kissing at one point. Yeah. But he's not sure if Malcolm's infected or if Malcolm is capitalizing on Elizabeth's illness. Yes, it's unclear. And Jim, we do establish, has not been infected. Yes, for some reason it's not affecting Jim. So then... Laura immediately figures out it's his cold before anyone else in the show does. Yes. Um, To be fair, Elizabeth does not have this information. Um, This is true. 
So I then, mean, she did, but she's forgotten it. <laughs> yeah. So then we go back to Terra Nova and, like, Maddie opens the door and Mark Reynolds is there to, like, guard them. And Maddie is pacing what I have listed as full Lara mode. <laughs> yeah, full Lara panicked pacing. And she is freaking out, but Mark can't really tell her anything about what's going on because he has privileged information that she's not allowed to have. Right. And then... uh Malcolm and Jim kind of work together, and we realize that Taylor is, like, back in the war. Yeah, Taylor thinks that he's in Vietnam? I I believe, I think... Venezuela? Somalia. Somalia. There Um, we go. Third time's the charm. So he thinks he's, like, back in Somalia, and he's threatening people. He wants to know where his wife is. Yeah. So he's, like, terrifying. Yeah. So he's got, like, a big dagger, like he's Rambo. Yes. And he's just kind of out in the woods. And then they get back... They're able to get back in. And Elizabeth realizes who Jim is when she realizes that she herself had written down the names Jim, Maddie, Josh, and Zoe. Yeah. She had written down her family's names in hopes that she would not forget them. Yeah. And then she finds out that Jim has a cold. Yes. And so it's either the root or it's the common cold. Yeah, we should mention that uh, uh, Malcolm gave, like, a root to, to Jim to, like, curb his symptoms. Yeah. And that is just now wear, wearing off. Because it's been 12 hours. And they do this weird thing where they establish the root is effective mm-hmm. in fighting the cold, but the root also has poop in it. Yeah. Because Malcolm's a jerk. Yes. <laughs> Like that, it's effective know. but unpleasant. But also, there's poop in it. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, Taylor has made it back to Terra Nova, yes. which is a huge problem because Taylor's also carrying this virus. Yeah, and he abducts Mark Reynolds. Um, so then we have this moment where uh, Elizabeth figures out it's the cold. And she's like, I just need to find a way to get your cold. And Jim's like, I know a way. Yeah. And, and they make, make out. <laughs> There's no cock blocking birds this time. And then uh, to keep uh, Taylor from killing Mark, Wash shoots him. Washington, his second in command. Yeah, it should shoots also him be with a, their light gun. Yeah, we keep saying Washington. They call her Wash. Yeah. Which I think also invoked feelings of fire flight. Absolutely. And then... We then see Nate Taylor wake up in the infirmary to see Elizabeth and Wash. Totally fine. Everybody's good. Because Elizabeth has managed to already make a vaccine. Yes. Everyone's fine. It's like this problem never happened. I'm refusing to believe this. I believe Jim made out with everyone. Okay. So there's like, to save Terra Nova, he made out with Malcolm. He made out with Taylor. He made out with anyone that Taylor came into contact with. He made out with Mark Reynolds, his daughter's boyfriend. Mark Reynolds. Then Mark Reynolds made out with Maddie. Yeah. He didn't make out with his kids. That's weird. Yeah, I guess he was just like, you know, spreading it around. Mark Reynolds made out with Skye, who made out with Josh. Yeah, yeah. So. Like. uh, Just went around and spat in everyone's mouth. So then Taylor goes like, Wash, did you shoot me? Mm. I did, sir. Good job. Good job. And then uh, the last scene of this is the bartender, Boylan, meeting with the Sixers because they do trade. Yeah. And he's like, I, I need to get a person over. 
uh, the sheriff's son wants to buy his girlfriend's way. And they see that as an opportunity. Yes. Uh, so this establishes a few important things. One, the bartender is the Sixers spy, which is a fact I knew, despite the fact saying it was Taylor earlier in this podcast. Yeah. Uh, we know that the bartender is a Sixers spy. There could be multiple ones. And that they need the help of the Sixers in deciding who goes through the portal. So the Sixers somehow control communication back to the year 2149. I wonder if it has to do with the uh, Iron Core that they Perhaps, control. perhaps. But like that's an important note that we know for a fact that the Sixers can communicate back when the portal opens, whenever that can be. We actually don't know if Terranova can. We assume that they can, but we don't have evidence of that yet. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there. I did find it so interesting that... They don't send, like, medicine with, uh, like, oh, we're bringing a doctor in. Here's your bag of medicine to bring with you, Elizabeth. Well, Elizabeth does show up with a pack. We don't know what was in Elizabeth's pack. Yeah. I I assume it was her clothing. Yeah, like, I assumed it was their things. Yeah. Like, they show up with, because, um, they both have, like, the both children have them, too. Yeah. Uh, the only person, I guess, who shows up with nothing of their own is Zoe. Yeah. And I guess Jim, because Jim's whole pack was Zoe. Yeah. All right. So. Episode four on Amazon Prime. We see two. This is the cold open. And it's uh, two guards looking over. They're on just regular guard duty on the fence. Mm -hmm. And they see a human and everyone's on full alert because they think that's a sixer. It is a deeply scared child. A blonde girl of probably around ten. Yeah. If that. And someone tries to give her a shot, but the feral child tries to break out and hide. Cold open. The whole cold open is them finding this kid. Yes. Uh, I just want to point out that the fence is completely overgrown with weeds because Jim stopped weeding to be a cop. And now it's completely overgrown. Yep. All his fault. So Elizabeth, they bring her to Elizabeth who kind of crouches down to talk to her as the child tries to hide. And she asks the little girl, like, do you know where you are? And the kid just goes, under a table. (laughs) Yes. And she's not wrong. No, she's correct. And we find out that the little girl is Leah Marcos, and that she lost her bag in the jungle. Uh, They were chasing her, and she doesn't get a lot of food. And she was trying to get to her Nana's house, because her Nana always has food. Yeah. And she lives on 9007 New Warrior Avenue, Texas. And she was trying to find the portal to escape. Yeah, she wanted to go back. But the portal's one way, there's no way back. And then she sees Taylor and calls him the bad man. Yes. And he looks at her and goes, I remember you. I used to know everyone's name in Terranova. You're Leah Marcos. Your brother's Sam. And they establish that Leah is underweight and dirty, but she is healthy. Yes. And she pleads with them not to send her back to Mira's because Mira's going to hurt her for running away. Mm -hmm. And Elizabeth does what anybody would do in this situation and takes in this nearly feral child. Yes. There's nowhere else she can go. She has to stay with the house that's already over full. And they also just offer Josh's room. Yeah. Because Maddie and Zoe are already in one room. We then find out that 
uh, Maddie is going to be an apprentice at the infirmary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Zoe waves when Leah shows up and Leah doesn't like it. And we kind of get this like sad little bit of like Leah trying to figure out life in Terra Nova. Right. Uh, when they go try to retrieve Leah's bag, they are ambushed. Yes. And so Matt, the next morning at breakfast, Leah will not let Maddie brush her hair, but Maddie has managed to get Leah clean and in one of Zoe's dresses. And uh, Josh is miffed because he now has to babysit because Maddie's going to her apprenticeship at the infirmary. Josh, to our knowledge, doesn't really have a job, despite being older than Maddie. Yeah. Well, we do know that he's he asked for a job at the bar. I don't think he has the bar job yet. I, we don't, I don't think we ever see him do anything, but like I think it's kind of established that he's going to start work there. Yeah. While they're at the infirmary, Elizabeth calmly tends to a uh, an, an injury, and Maddie is standing a significant distance back, blanching. Yes. Like, like barely holding it together, not throwing up. Yeah. And then the Sixers arrive to try to get Leah back. And they also bring some hostages they had taken mm-hmm. that they are willing to trade for Leah. Right, because they got Wash. Yeah. And I just want to point out when they get Wash, three people attack Wash screaming. Mm-hmm. They all, Gah! and Wash takes them out. It's not until the fourth person who attacks without screaming do they get the jump on her. Because yeah. that's how surprises work. Yes. All right, I digress. So Taylor realizes that whoever the Sixers have on the inside had tipped them off that Leah was in Terra Nova. So uh, when they came to get Leah, Josh, like, Josh and Jim bring her out. And she's, like, dressed nicely. Her hair is slightly better. And she admits she ran away and, like, clings to Jim. Yeah, they do the dog thing. Where they're like, we're going to stand an equal distance away and you go with the one you want to go with. Like, Mira tries to threaten her to come back, but Mira ultimately lets her go pretty easily. Yeah. And uh, Boylan, the bartender, is, like, charming to her and welcomes her back warmly. Taylor offers Leah the opportunity to punch him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the Shannon family toasts little Leah, and then they also toast Maddie for the first day of her apprenticeship. And all Maddie's like, all Maddie says is like, all I did was organize the supply closet. Mm-hmm. So the next day, they clean up Leah and Zoe and send them to school. And Leah sneaks out of school. And she is trying to find, like, she sneaks out of school and goes somewhere and she clearly has a plan. Mm-hmm. And like, Mark comes up to, Mark Reynolds, the cute cop who hangs out with Maddie, comes up to Shannon and awkwardly tries to go like, my intentions toward your daughter, um, uh, and then they find out there's a break-in. Yes. And it's a resident and his pregnant wife, and there's a mysterious hole in the floor that has been ransacked. And they find out that this was Mira's home before she left with the Sixers. And they realize, like, we need to find Leah right now. Leah is immediately apprehended by Terra Nova because it is a small child versus the force of a military. Yep, yeah, it's it's weird how that worked out. And Leah tells us that Mira has her brother and 
she begs them to let her help him. Yeah, like, we gotta help my brother. Like, Mira's gonna hurt Sam. Yeah, and Jim's like, well, what if she's telling the truth? It's like, we know this girl's a liar now. Yeah. What are we doing? It's like, no, no, what if it's true? I must irrationally insist that we go and save this little boy from the Sixers. And then Jim goes out and is immediately captured. Because Leah leaves a little note that says, I'm sorry I had to. (laughs) And then uh, we get another couple of scenes of like Maddie not being able to hack it as a doctor. Yeah. Sorry to skip over those, but just in my notes, it's like, oh, Jim's definitely going out. He's captured. Yes. So he wakes up in a Sixers camp after being caught by a snare. And Mira kind of says, like, Sam was never in danger. We just had to make Leah think that Sam was in danger to get her to do it. So we do establish that Leah is honest on that. Yes. And that all Leah was trying to do was protect her brother. So we find out that Taylor pissed off the year 2049. And Mira snaps at him. And she won't tell Jim what Terranova is really about. Yeah. She's like, Terranova is about... Well, you'll see. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Don't tell us anything. The, yeah, they say something about how they needed uh, to get rid of Taylor. Yeah. Like, that's why he's here. He, he came over on the first pilgrimage so he wouldn't be in their time anymore. Yeah. And we find out that Mira has a daughter in 2149. Mm-hmm. Sienna. And she is just hoping to see Sienna again. So somebody has leverage over Mira. Like, that Mira is serving someone in hopes of seeing her daughter again. Yeah. And Mira offers to let Jim join the Sixers. And then just kind of lets him go. Yeah. My next note is, Jim returns with Sam somehow. Because they just kind of, like, Mira's just like, I'm done with you. Goodbye. Yeah, we literally have no idea why Mira allows it. Yeah. And then uh, Taylor's annoyed, but he's not too mad because nothing bad happened. So he's like, okay. And they find out that a woman from the third pilgrimage is happy to adopt Leah and Sam. Yes. She lives in the part of Terra Nova we will never see again. Probably. (laughs) Um, We find the box that Leah stole. Yes. From Mira's floorboards. And they can't open it, so they put it in a locked cabinet. Yeah, it's something along the lines of you, your fingerprints or your DNA open it. Yeah. But no, like, it ne- they think it needs to be Mira. Yes. And then I have a note of, I bet in season two Maddie apprentices with Malcolm. Because Maddie's Ooh, released yeah. from her apprenticeship with Elizabeth. Because she can't cut it as a doctor. And then Leah hugs Jim and thanks him. And we're back to, you know, status quo. Yeah. So all we really establish in this episode is we have a mystery box and that Taylor has enemies in the future. Yes. Next episode. Cold open. Dude gets dino damage. Yes. He's in like what? He's in like a guard tower. He opens the guard tower. Dinosaur jumps out. He gets attacked by what we find out is a Nycoraptor. Yes. It's it's good because there was a lack of dinos in the previous episode, so we open with dinos in this episode. And then uh, we now establish that Josh is working at Boylan's. We do see him working in this episode. And Boylan brings up a complication in bringing Kara here, and Josh is going to need to do something for him. Mm -hmm. 
Elizabeth is autopsying the dead soldier in Malcolm's lab. And Malcolm is a child. Malcolm's like, look, I found a thing. Do you want to look at this thing? Look at this thing I found. And he distracts her with a dino egg. Yes. And Elizabeth finds there are two types of blood on the man. His own and the Gallosaur, the favorite food of the Nycoraptor. Yes. Twas a murder! So, so Jim... Ma, it's a murder. It's a murder. The, the, this line, I, didn't, I should have used this line when I opened the show. Because this line is everything that Terra Nova is. Jim goes up to Taylor and says, I think it was a murder. And Taylor just turns and goes, Help me out here. How do you kill a man with a dinosaur? It's like, that's Terra Nova in a sentence. Terra Nova. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then we find out that it was Foster, one of the guards. And Jim kind of questions some of the soldiers at Boylan's, including Mark Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And... Someone we, and then like another like good looking soldier we don't know. Yeah. Um, and they find out that he had been dating a woman who worked the mess hall. Uh, yeah. Dating at the mess hall. And she's like, yeah, I didn't really like him, but like, it's part of my job to kind of flirt with the, the boys and make them feel good. It wasn't meant to be anything more than that. Terra Nova has a Hooters. <laughs> like this, that's what a Hooters girl says. But it's not even that. Like it's the mess hall, which <laughs> is just like she's a lunch lady. <laughs> but she gave him special attention, like a Hooters girl. Nothing against Hooters girls. It's just funny that there's a Hooters. But there's the thing is, there's not. Like it's literally she's a lunch lady being weird. But she also said like being friendly is part of the job. Yeah. She being friendly probably is part of the job. Being friendly being is not friendly. part of the job. Uh, and we find out that she is married, and she was uh, married to Howard. Yes. And Howard was a lottery winner. Yes. In the seventh pilgrimage. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, women were throwing themselves at Howard for the yes. opportunity to go to Terra Nova because he, you could bring. I guess you get a plus one. Yeah. Um. And he confesses to the martyr. Yes. I killed him because he was sleeping with my lady. Yeah. And we have a moment where uh, we, we go back to Boylan's. Josh and Sky establish that Josh has to go meet with Mira. And then we have Jim and Elizabeth talking about justice. And they argue about frontier justice. And Elizabeth advocates to be merciful to Howard. Mm-hmm. And then there's a moment of, like, no one's ever had reason to falsely confess. Yeah. And that kind of sets the little hamster in Jim's head going. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Reynolds is upset. Maddie offers her condolences. Zach Reynolds, her, like, kind of beau. And then the trial is in the square. Howard is asked if he is something, if he has anything to say for himself. And Howard's like, nope, I don't. I did it. Yeah. And then we focus way too long on a random soldier. Like, we do kind of, like, scenes where we focus on Wash, we focus on Jim, we focus on Taylor, we focus on Reynolds, and then we focus on a different guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know why we're focusing on this rando so hard. And I was like, well, he's probably part of it. Uh, the junk broker calls it a death sentence. The guy who yes. sells Josh the guitar. 
And then I have a moment of, wouldn't this dude just logically join the Sixers? They even give him a gun. They give him a gun. They're like, go ahead and go out there. Best of luck. It's like, well, what are my options? Yeah. Well, I actually have ammo. The thing the Sixers keep asking for. Probably not a lot. But I also have a grudge against Terra Nova. I, I think I'm a pretty good Sixer at this point. Yeah, and we don't know anything about what he does. Right. But he probably has two hands and some skill at something. Yeah. I mean, he's a lottery winner, so it, like he's probably not the most useful. But, I mean, another hand on deck is good. Yeah. So, as he's sent out with a pack and a gun, Rebecca is visibly distressed. And then Jim sneaks outside the gate to talk to Howard. Yes. And then Jim turns up at Rebecca's door with Howard in tow Mm -hmm. in broad ass daylight. In broad daylight. (laughs) And he's just like wearing a hood. Like that's the whole disguise. He's like in a hoodie. And. Well, I want to bring up that Jim says something like my gut's telling me this. And Taylor's like, you need more than your gut. Jim has never been wrong. Yeah. Jim has yet to make a mistake. Howard goes like, I know Foster broke it off with you. Isn't that why you killed him? Yeah. And Rebecca's like, no, I legitimately didn't kill him. You think I killed a soldier with a dinosaur? And so we find out that he owed money because they were always at Boylan's playing cards, but gambling is illegal in Terra Nova. Mm -hmm. And then, oh yeah, the dinosaur egg subplot. So we can have a subplot with Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth is doing, like, laser surgery on this dinosaur egg because he, the dinosaur was not viable to be born. This is so stupid. This is so, like, they are spending time and resources keeping what is extensively a monster alive. Like, there's not the Terra Nova Nature Preserve. It's not like, oh, we're going to raise this bear cub up and tame this bear cub and then we'll have a bear. It's a dinosaur. <laughs> like, yeah. this is a thing that if you just let stay in Terra Nova, would kill everyone. <laughs> yep. But let's, let's waste time trying to keep it alive because Zoe thinks it's cute. Well, and Elizabeth needs a subplot. Because yeah. it's not a medical plot this week. So we don't have anything for Elizabeth to do. I would also like to point out that humans, very different than dinosaurs. Yep. So you're not a dinosaur doctor. Also, if you're a doctor who's trained in 2149... I don't know how dinosaurs work. I mean, if you're a doctor trained in 2021 to be a human surgeon, you're probably not able to do surgery on a dog. Right. <laughs> Let alone extinct creatures you've never seen before. I hated this. So, Taylor and Jim go into Boylan's, and Jim finds out that Josh is working at the bar. And then Boylan gets arrested. And Josh and Jim have an argument about Josh working at the bar. And we then find out Boylan's done a runner. Meanwhile, Boylan is sitting in Wash's living room, chatting. Yes. With her. Mm-hmm. So we find out it was a gambit. It's all this gambit. Because Taylor and Jim and the other security guards are with the hot security guard who we focused on for no reason, Curran. Mm-hmm. 
And then we find out Curran's gun isn't loaded. Yeah. And they find a wad of money on Curran, and he is unceremoniously banished because he was the killer. Yes. And he goes, I get a court-martial. And Taylor goes, you just had one. So they send Curran off into the jungle well, to join the Sixers, probably. Well, Curran says, like, you gave the other guy a gun. He's like, you're not getting that. And he says, like, I'll be back. And I was like, yeah, he's basically saying, you sure you want to banish me? I'm really handsome. I look like a reoccurring character. You're not going to kill me? <laughs> All right, I'm going to go join the Sixers. Yeah, like, I'm probably going to turn up again at some yeah. point. Wait until you see my face again on a previously on Terra Nova. Uh, another episode ends with Jim informing Taylor someone hates him. Oh, yeah, because the prior episode ended with Jim being like, hey, Mira hate you. Yeah. And this episode ends with Jim going, man, Curran hate you. Or Boylan doesn't like you either. Yeah. Jim lets Josh make his own decisions and take the job at Boylan. And he goes like, no secrets with this family. And then... So Josh has to go meet with Mira, the Sixer, which he keeps a secret because no secrets in this family. And Skye kind of says, like, you know he stands a better chance with me. The Sixers spring in to scare Josh and Skye and bring them to Mira. We establish that the Sixers can communicate to 2149, Mm -hmm. but Josh will owe them a favor that you will have to do no questions asked. Yeah. We end with the show with Zoe asleep in Elizabeth's arms. And Zoe asks, like, wakes up just enough to ask if they can keep the baby dinosaur for a little bit. And they decide to. What are they? It's a monster. It's a monster. And also, I want to point this out. (laughs) They brought Zoe to watch it be born. Yeah. And they were pretty sure it was not going to survive. Yeah. So they were like, here, let's watch the stillbirth together. No, what are you doing? Oh, no. (laughs) Be a parent. (laughs) Oh. Episode six. So this is the last one we're covering for this episode. Yes. Uh, So we find out it's a Saturday and Maddie lets in Zach Reynolds after the rest of the family leaves because Josh goes to work. Uh, Zoe and uh, Jim are going to go do a secret activity together. They they haven't even told Elizabeth what it is. Mm -hmm. And then Elizabeth's going to work because she's a doctor. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm and Taylor have discussed that the box can only be opened by one person. The box from a couple episodes ago. Yeah, it's like magic DNA box. And then Sky drags in Hunter. Yes. To the hospital. Because his tum-tum hurt. And he drank unfermented taroku root. Yes. And he now has a 30-foot parasite in his his intestine. Yes. And because he's like, you just... Go and they, like, magic scan you. So, like, they yeah. immediately... If there's something wrong with you, they find out what it like, is. Ooh, that's a big-ass parasite. So, uh, Jim takes Zoe to a magical place called the Eye, which we've never established before. Yeah, this is the first time we see this. And you could go look at whatever you wanted or wherever you wanted, and Zoe wants to see where she was born. Right. And it's, like, a nice farmhouse, and we find out... Uh, a doctor friend of Mommy's lived very far away, and that's where Elizabeth and Jim raised Zoe when she was a baby. So, like, we find out a little bit more about the circumstances of Zoe's birth. Mm-hmm. Of Jim and Elizabeth just decided they wanted a third kid enough and had enough money and resources to just do it anyway. Yeah. Which does not make them terribly likable. 
I feel like there's more to this that we don't know. Yeah. I think they're setting up a mystery here. Yeah. So then we also see Maddie and Reynolds having a picnic among like beautiful rare flowers that only bloom like once every so often for a day. Yeah. And Maddie's like, thank you so much. This is perfect. And Reynolds goes, you're perfect. And they almost kiss. And then Reynolds hears something and they see a fireball streak across the sky. Mm -hmm. The meteor burns up. But when what's left of it connects, it sets up an EMP that takes out all power in Terra Nova. Yes. So that means that Maddie and Reynolds' car doesn't work. So they're stranded six clicks, which is six kilometers, uh, from Terra Nova without power. I googled it. Wait, hold on. What is a click? I, I now want to know. I... So wait, there's six clicks... All of this because they can't get six kilometers. Oh, they, this is so much dumber than I thought. Yeah, they're they're three point seven miles away from Terra Nova. I wish you hadn't told me that because now I think everyone's dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, six kilometers through jungle is a lot harder than six kilom- uh, kilometers through a field. Mm-hmm. But it was they were able to drive there, so there is a path. <laughs> Uh, but they established that Hunter's Parasite is getting worse. No one knows Reynolds and Maddie are out there. And everything has too much tech. Yes. All the chips are fried. So yeah. they need to make this chip maker. Yeah. But the replacement chip maker is fried. Yes. And only one person can fix it. It's That scoundrel Boylan. Yeah. Uh, which is one of those things of like, so wait, everything has... You don't have any simple machines. Mm-mm. Everything required... Like, this is the over-reliance on technology for you. Yeah. Also, it's like six clicks. Six kilometers. It's six kilometers, yeah. I'm not, like, in the best shape, but I can walk three miles in an hour. Yeah. So it should only really take them an hour and a half to walk back. Maybe two and a half hours on more difficult terrain. Yeah. And it's full daylight when they're on this picnic. Yeah. But again, they drove there. So, like, maybe the drive is, like, went around some stuff. But, like, yeah, it's it's very silly. Uh, and also, Zoe and Jim are in the eye still. And they're trapped in there. And they're trapped because there's no power now. Yes. Okay. Just, just get prepared because I'm going to be real upset in a little bit. So, they have to do old-fashioned surgery to get the parasite out of Hunter. And essentially yes. what they're doing is uh, Elizabeth has what looks almost like a pencil that mm-hmm. she's slowly winding the parasite around. Yes. But you can't do it too quickly or whatever it is will bite Hunter. Yes. So it's like this wooden dowel you spin. Uh, here's a reference for you. There's a scene where they do this in Jennifer Lopez's The Cell. Okay. So that. So they're just winding it around very, very slowly. Um Two, two quick things that we missed that I that I okay. gotta hit because uh, they're important. One, we have a scene with the Sixers. Yeah, the Sixers are just kind of like also talking about how their stuff is fried, and it's the first time we see the Sixers really without any Terra Nova characters. Yeah, which is a bit odd. And two, we go to commercial, and because we were watching it during Christmas time, we see the infamous M and M's. Uh, Santa commercial. Oh my god. And this is where we make the realization 
that the CGI M&Ms look better than the dinosaurs in Terra Nova. And that commercial's like 25 years old. Yeah, I now want to know, M&M's, they do exist commercial. They do exist. What year did the M&M... 1996! 1996! 25 years! <laughs> My God! Nailed it! Happy 25th anniversary to They Do Exist Santa. So, uh, Maddie and Reynolds are still four clicks away, which is... Four kilometers, apparently. Four kilometers. That is less than a 5K. That is less than the fun run that you do on Thanksgiving morning so that you don't feel fat on Thanksgiving. And then uh, Reynolds covers her in mud and they establish that it smells bad. Yes. she said. He says, I don't mean to be rude and hits her with mud. And I yell, but tonight I'm loving you. Ooh. So the two of them. Lara reacts the same way that she just did. Yeah. Uh, The two of them cover themselves in mud to ward off predatory dinosaurs because they are now invisible to the dinosaurs because their heat signature and smell is covered. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elizabeth has to go tend to someone else being brought in. So Skye now has to pull the parasite out of Hunter. Not a doctor. (laughs) No, we don't really know how much medical staff is really here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the apprentice is gone. Yeah. Because they lost... Because this would have been Maddie. It would have been Maddie, yeah. Who would have not have done well because you know what? I didn't do well watching this. No, it's pretty gross. I did not enjoy watching this parasite pulled out of the stomach of this man. So Reynolds and Maddie go up a tree to hide for the night because they don't think they'll make it back by nightfall. Even though I'm like, it's four kilometers and we didn't even see sunset yet. Like, you probably could have gotten back for nightfall. Yeah, maybe stop strolling and start jogging. Yeah, like, I don't know, four... Four clicks. Mm-hmm. I really thought a click was more. <laughs> um, I learned something today and I hate it. Uh, we find out that the eye does have its own mechanism to get out of the door. And has its own power supply so that like the eye doesn't die. There is. This is, this is probably my most upset. Okay. There is somewhere in Terra Nova that is shielded from EMPs that still has power and no one checks on it. Nope. (laughs) They just, like, no one knows that Jim and Zoe are playing with the most important computer they have in the only place that still has power and no one stops and thinks, hey, let's open that door. And if it's invulnerable to EMPs... Let's run some extension cords! (laughs) Wouldn't you just keep chips down there? Oh my god! Like, wouldn't you just keep a backup supply? Yeah, what a great place to keep the chip machine. Yeah, or just also a backup supply, both. <laughs> so, anywho. So, Jim. So then Shannon has to get, Jim Shannon has to get his daughter to crawl through the ducts, John McClane style, yes. to get to the outside door to let him out. Yeah. And she's worried that there are going to be spiders. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Sixers are planning a strike on the colony armed with a dinosaur. Because we've established that dinosaurs are weaponry in this world. Please don't skip over this. She's gonna be fine because Jim knows the Go Away Spider song. Yes. (laughs) Which is, go, go away spider, go, go, go. We do not like you. No, no, no. Okay. It has it's, like 18 more. Oh, it's coming later. 
Meanwhile, in the hospital, Hunter is like confessing his love for Sky. Sky is like you're like you're like my brother, and Hunter's like I don't want to be like your brother. Yeah, and he's I want to be incestuous. He's like confessing his love to her, but establishes that she's in love with Josh. Mm-hmm. And then the parasite snaps and goes back in him. Yes. Whoops. And then Elizabeth tells Sky to run to Boylan's because Boylan might have been able to fix the chip thing by now. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to Reynolds and Maddie in the tree being like, this is kind of a crap first date, really. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that like this is their eighth first date, I feel like. Yeah. And she asks if he thinks they'll die. And he's like, I'm not going to let anything happen to you, I promise. And she says she's never kissed anyone. And she wants to know what it's like before she dies. So they kiss covered in gross slime and blood. Yeah, what a great kiss. <laughs> and then Zoe is climbing through the ducts. Jim puts Zoe in the ducts. He's like, all right, go do it. And then she's in the ducts and she goes, Daddy, the song. Like, you promised her a song and you put her in the ducts first. Yeah. And then he sings the song like... The song, Daddy. Oh. Yeah, right. Um... Go away, spider. Go, go, go. We don't like you. No, no, no. Because you're creepy and you're crawly and your webs are all sticky. The song, first off, doesn't have a chorus. Yep. Should, should just get to the damn chorus. And two, all it does is describe what's scary about spiders. Freak me out because you're all icky. I also couldn't help but think of the um, the issue of remember what the millipede looked like. Yeah, what do you think spider spiders look like? like? Yay! Anyway, Sky runs to Boylan's and is out of breath, but he has a chip for her mm-hmm. to put in the diagnostic scanner to save Hunter. And then she's out of breath, and then Josh takes the chip and runs to the hospital. And then uh, Jim is trying to go after the box and save the box as Taylor and one of the Sixers are dueling. Mm -hmm. At one point, Taylor falls the Sixer and he sits up and no-sells like the Undertaker. Yes. Uh, I do want to to shout out a quick line because they they have fire around the perimeter of Terra Nova. Yeah. As like a way of protecting them. And Taylor turns around and goes, 70 yards out, no further. Yards? We've used the metric system the entire time until this episode. I didn't All of a sudden, that. oh, I wrote it down immediately because I got pissed. Um, so, uh, Elizabeth manages to reboot Hunter's bed. And the parasite died and he's fine. Yeah, it does ex machinas itself. Yeah. And we go back to their tree. And Maddie and Reynolds have fallen asleep in the tree and it's morning now. And they're like, man, we sure are in a lot of trouble because all the stuff happened. And we've been straight up missing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim and Zoe. Uh, Zoe has been sent to the school where all the other little kids are staying because no one knows where Maddie is. Yeah. It, just now they're kind of like, hey, I haven't seen Maddie in a while. Yeah. They, they kind of like, because Elizabeth is bothering Josh about asking Skye over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And... So everyone kind of knows Josh and Sky kind of have something going. Yeah. And at this point, nobody thinks it's possible to get Kira to tell a no- to get Kara to tell a no- Terra Nova? Telenovela. To um, Telenovela, yeah. To get Kara to Terra Nova. 
So they're kind of having this, like, maybe it's time Josh moves on. Mm-hmm. The only person who knows that there's anything in the works to get her to Terra Nova is Josh. So they realize no one sees Maddie, and Maddie emerges from the bathroom acting like she's been home the whole time. Yeah. Doing homework, like she said. And <laughs> she's clean. But, but something stinks. And she tries to blame that the EMP knocked out the garbage compactor. Yeah. And... Uh, but ever, but we giggle because we're like, it's her. Yeah, she smells like poop. So then the end tag of this is Mira and one of her lieutenants meet a scrawny, like, odd-looking young man who asks her for the box. And she's like, thank you? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I've been out in the woods for a really long... Out in the jungle for a really long time. I forgot. Thank you. Give me the box. Mm-hmm. And we find out that this is Taylor's son. Yeah. The moment he touches the box, it turns on. It turns out like it's a computer. Yeah. He's like, my work. And then that's that's Taylor. And that's that's all that's we know. That's Taylor's son. And then that's the end of part one. So yeah, those were the first six episodes of Terra Nova. So we won't give this a verdict yet, but uh, how are we feeling? I, I think this is really fun. I can't believe this is a legendary flop because it's... Really, like, there's nothing terrible and unforgivable about this show. Yeah, I, I'm not dreading watching more of it. Um, I don't feel super compelled to watch more of it. Uh, right now, it's kind of lingering in that kind of, if it was on, I'd leave it on type feeling. Yeah. I, I feel like, I, I like to use the word legs a lot. This has legs, which means it can stand up on its own and yeah. be something. This feels very much like it's on a tightrope. Okay. Like, right now, it's moving forward, and, like, right now, it's stable. But at any moment, something really stupid can happen, and this can all fall apart. So I'm very interested how I will feel by the end of this. Because, like, this very well could make it to the other side of the tightrope, and I'll be very upset that this gets canceled. Yeah. This also very well, at any moment, could do something so dumb that it just falls apart. I'm like, ah, this this is why this is stupid. So that's where I'm at. It's still floating in limbo in my mind. Okay. Uh, So before we we go, uh, we're trying to get a little bit ahead of things here at Stay Doomed for Season 4. So we are actually going to ask now, what should we be covering in February? Because we have decided, for the poll for February, for viewer's choice, we would like you to pick a Marvel show. Yeah, now admittedly, uh, we don't have the best selection because most of them have either run to more than two seasons or are... um, Potentially coming back. Yeah, like we're not covering something like Hawkeye. Yeah, because Hawkeye will probably have a season two. Yeah. So we're between Hellstrom... Hellstrom, which is the 2020 uh, Hulu joint. Hulu hellscape. Uh, WandaVision. WandaVision for the, our Disney Plus show, because we're pretty sure you can't do that again. The Defenders. Yes. The, which uh, is our Netflix. Our Netflix choice. And Inhumans. Yes, which is our really bad choice. It's our, it's our ABC choice. Yes. That's our network television choice. So the poll will go up on Twitter. And you can decide which one of those you would like us to watch. The top two will then move on to our Patreon poll. And our patrons will decide what we are watching next. Well, 
in February. Yes. Where can people find us? You can find us at the Stay Doomed Show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Stay Doomed. And if you are upset by the metric system, I'm at Plus Two Comedy on Twitter. If you like soft science fiction and you find it kind of interesting just seeing what's happening, I'm at Bean Bunny Lives. Until next time, stay doomed. <laughs>